and welcome back to another fan base podcast. I'm DJ. I'm Tanner. I'm Tristan. And I'm Gunner. And it's Friday. Thank God. And big trade just happened about literally 30, maybe 45 yeah. minutes ago. Uh, Orlando Brown Jr. was traded to the Kansas City Chiefs. Woo! Yes, sir. So I'm sure, yeah, the Chiefs fans are happy. Yes, sir. And the trade breakdown, the Chiefs get Orlando Brown Jr., a 2021 second-round pick, and a 2022 sixth-round pick. And the Ravens receive a 2021 first, third, fourth, and a 2020, 2022 fifth-round pick. So I'll let the Chiefs fans go first on what they think about the trade. I think it's fun. We didn't give up any players. I mean, we gave up a lot of picks, but really we need offensive line right now, and we're a contending team right now. So us giving up future picks for a really good tackle is 100% fine with me. It makes our offensive line so much more better. I agree. A thousand percent worth it. This is a good I, – I like this trade. The only problem with, I think, trading him is trying to re-sign him. I mean, that's that's like because he's how, 25, how, 24, and he's going to want a lot of money. How, how What is his contract right now? I think he's still on his rookie contract. Still on his rookie contract, but that's the reason the Ravens traded him is because True. they didn't have the money to re-sign him. And you guys have some money, but not not enough. Not enough. But yeah. either way, we could get him for one year and get a ring, and then he'd go somewhere else. I don't know how much, how many uh, years left because he was drafted in like twenty. I think he was drafted in twenty eighteen, probably. So I think he this might be the last year of his rookie contract. But I I definitely like the trade because. The Chiefs don't have to go into the draft drafting a bunch of offensive linemen now. Well, they don't really have any more picks, but they do have a second round pick and some fists. Yeah. But uh, Orlando Brown Jr. is Orlando Brown Jr. is really good, like really good young mm-hmm. tackle. So if they can sign him for like that'll another, be huge. I don't know how long his, like, his they can extend him. His contract is up after this year. After this year, yeah. I don't find maybe he maybe he decides he wants to he likes we to ring. Yeah, we win a ring and he says, I like it here. Then he takes less money just to play I, on a winning team. Maybe it's a, it's, he can, it's a shot. He can, <laughs> a, he can easily become like one of the like highest paid tackles like yeah. pretty soon because he's that good. That young he is and good. He's good. Yeah. He's only twenty four. Yeah. He'll be twenty five after this year. Mm-hmm. But I yeah, I I definitely like the trade. I don't know like what the Ravens are going to do now? They have two first round picks. They'll have twenty seven and thirty one. Yeah, so I don't know if they're going to try to like maybe try to move up to get like some somebody if they really like a wide receiver. Or maybe now an O like O line because they basically have nothing now. But mm-hmm. I feel bad for Lamar now. Yeah, <laughs> they still will. They still have uh, Ronnie Stanley come back from injury. So like, that is true. Ta- their tackle position isn't like a dire need. Because I, because I'm pretty sure like one of the biggest reasons Orlando got traded. Because I remember seeing a story like right when he was demanding trade because he was mad that he was running left tackle instead of right tackle. Because he came in as a right tackle and then they moved him to left tackle because um, Ronnie Stanley got hurt, so they moved him to left and he didn't like it. Well, which the Chiefs came out and already said he's running left tackle. Yeah, for I, was the saying, Chiefs. I was saying, I'm pretty sure Sheffner already said that the. Chiefs like and now it's still run left tackle. So. so I don't know if that was true or not, but I remember I seeing it like when the trade rumors started like going up with him. 
So what's the what's the Chiefs O line looking like now? It'll be it'll be Joe Tooney, Orlando Brown, Tooney, uh, uh, Austin Blythe, Austin yeah. Blythe, and then it'll be maybe Kyle Long, Kyle, Kyle Long, and who's that? some no name right tackle? Yeah, whoever that <laughs> probably right tackle is going to be. I couldn't tell you off the top of my head. We signed somebody else, and I can't think of who it is. That's yeah. We signed another offensive lineman that'll play that. I don't remember who it was. It's pretty, I mean, it's pretty good at line. Or just whoever wins, like, that spot. Yeah. 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 But, yeah, they have a, I would say, good offensive line now. I think we made. Just, as long as they can just play how they're supposed to play. Yeah. Oh, like, no joke. And don't get injured. Yeah. And that would be nice. Yeah. If Orlando Brown can play how good, like, Mike Rimmers. Play. Mike Rimmers. Mike Rimmers. Yeah. Um. Next thing is uh the... Is the NFL changed the numbers to single oh. digit? Oh yeah, they did do that. So I just want to see what you guys. That's just going to be that. different. I like it. I mean, it's professional sports. If they want to wear whatever number they want, they should be able to. Yeah, I agree with that. It's just going to be so different. Same. It'll be a lot different. I which I agree with it too. I just like I kind of agree with what Stefan Diggs said on the situation. Like he said, like all these hard earned fans paid money to wear a number 14 jersey and if he changed and if you change then like he's not number 14 anymore so i'm not gonna change which like i get if he changes he changes but he's not he already said he's not going to but but that's kind of like that's kind of like the whole point is if you sit there and buy a jersey of your favorite player and then he changes teams it's like now you have a jersey that he doesn't even play for that team anymore yeah but, but, but he's like, on the same team just different numbers so it's like Kind of weird. I mean, it's still him. You're still supporting him, so yeah. I so I get that, but Tom Brady came out and said that he hates it, like absolutely hates it. He does. Yeah, he hates the new rule change. Like he was pissed. That's surprising. Why? I don't. I don't know, like why. It's just like he was just not happy. I I Which, guess I've seen many many people say that they really hate it too, and it's, like it's like more like I think it's more older players, though, yeah, because like they have played in the league for so long with these like number restrictions, and now they're gonna have to deal with like see, seeing certain numbers on defense that usually aren't there and all this stuff. But, I guess, uh, yeah. I don't know. I I I definitely like it. For, I do too. Like because you can wear your number in college, and you can go to the NFL and just mm-hmm. straight wear your number that you've had for your whole career. Which I like, in my opinion, I don't really care either way. Like, I I I can't wait till I see a linebacker wearing number one. That's gonna <laughs> be really cool. But like, if they were wearing the same numbers, it wouldn't really bother me. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. thinking about? <clears throat> Didn't this change for quarterbacks too? Because quarterbacks couldn't wear single numbers, could they? Or could? Yeah, they can. Yeah, they can. I was gonna <laughs> say I was I'm, I was just it's wondering for, if Patrick would change back to five. It's for running backs, um, wide receivers. And linebackers and defensive backs. Yeah, I didn't know linebackers could go down to single digits. Yeah, because they linebackers can go like one to forty, and then like fifty to. It's like it's like I I never understood. I never understood (laughs) the whole number rule. Like it didn't make any sense. But it'll just look different seeing like because usually like you know like your D linemen are always like the set like. Numbers. High numbers. Like D, high numbers. D line, D lineman, and O lineman can't change. They'll still be their seventy eight, yeah. seventy two. It's only. I'm pretty sure it's only linebackers and defensive backs on defense. I thought O lineman could. I thought they could switch to like 
something. Well, they can switch. But I don't think they can switch like single digits. Yeah, probably yeah. anything that's not. It has single to. Digit. I think for linemen, it has to be over like sixty or something. They were, I thought they were in the fifties. Maybe I know they. I I've never seen Maybe. a lineman go below like forty or something. It's always I don't been sixties. Line were fifty. Yeah, I don't know either. What does Quinn like, Nelson wear? Doesn't he? Isn't he like fifty six? He's sixty something, isn't he? I have no idea, but I'm pretty sure I've never seen. Oh, I'm saying no, number fifty, like oh, the number yeah, fifty, yeah. not yeah. in the fifties, like oh, the yeah. number fifty. Offensive lineman. Because usually fifty is like a linebacker. Position. Yeah, offensive linemen are eligible to wear fifty to seventy nine. Yeah, and it's the same with defensive linemen, but they also can wear ninety, 90 to ninety nine. Yeah, yeah. That, we need someone on the line to wear six nine again. Yeah, <laughs> like the freaking legend Jared Allen, dude. Jared Allen. Oh, but that—that's really all we had to talk about the NFL side, right? But that I mean, just because that happened much. about what like. Maybe less than an hour ago. Yeah, yeah. You so, also had Alex Smith retiring earlier this week. That's true. Yeah, I, I didn't see that. that. I'm, I'm. It sucks to see him go. He's like, he's like the perfect definition of like, just next man up. Like he, his whole career, he's just been taken over by the man behind him. <laughs> so I, I don't know if like he would ever, like I don't know if any team would have signed him. Like maybe the Chiefs has a backup or something, but no. like that's the only chance. Or I yeah. mean, Forty ers aren't they? Didn't they already signed three quarterbacks? Or they signed two. Well, they signed they had Jimmy, and then they signed then they signed Nick Mullins back, and then they signed another quarterback, and then they traded up for third for Mac Jones. Makes sense. <laughs> so they're gonna have like four quarterbacks. They're gonna have four quarterbacks this upcoming year. Yeah, I, I miss. I wish Alex Smith didn't get hurt, like, with the yeah. football team. Like, that was so bad because he signed, like, that huge contract with them. Yeah. And, and he was playing he, good when he came he, back. Like, and then he just, yeah. But I don't even, like, I don't know. Because, like, if he played, like, another, like, however many years he could play, I feel like just, like, one more shot on that leg. And he's just, done. like, completely just gone. <laughs> yeah. It's like well, you, can, you can tell the noticeable difference in, like, leg size, like, when he was playing. Like, his left, like, calf was, like, our calves compared yeah. to, like, his right calf was, like, an NFL player's calf. So, like, he, he wasn't supposed to walk again, right? Yeah, he, he was, he was almost going to lose his leg. Yeah. That's what I thought. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm just glad that he retired this way rather than him retiring by, like DJ said, getting injured, and that's yeah. how he retires because nobody wants to go out like that. <laughs> he no was, one wants to retire. Yeah, he was right. definitely a solid quarterback. He was really good. Very solid. Sad to go. I don't think he ever won... He never Nothing did. Never won a ring. No, because mm-hmm. they went to the Super Bowl with he went to the Super Bowl with Forty ers and they lost to the Ravens in like 2012. But yeah. he didn't get to play that game because they was, they was, switched yeah, was, to Colin Kaepernick Colin. halfway through the year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But as Colin, um, and then I don't think they went to the Super Bowl again. No, they with, didn't. He I don't ended think, up right the year after that. I'm pretty sure he traded them to the Chiefs. Yeah, and then they went to you know we went to AFC Championship. Like once with him, <laughs> but the only thing I'm going to say about him is he choked in the playoffs so many times. He was good in the regular season, and they got to the playoffs, and he just couldn't hold the lead. Should have started Chase Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, everything we did with Alex Smith was I think because I think what we what Alex Smith did in Kansas City pre Patrick Mahomes is just everything that led up to Patrick Mahomes. You yeah. know what I mean? Patty yeah. just kind of filled in, and it was just. 
or it was that it was perfect. But like that's that's been him his whole career because he yeah. went to he went to the 49ers, started playing out of his mind, and then out of nowhere they're like, oh, we're gonna go with this young Colin Kaepernick. <laughs> and then after that they switched, and he comes to KC, and he's like good. And then we were like, sorry, but we're moving on from you, and we're bringing in this young Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> yeah, and I watching yeah like the. Like Andy Reid's play calling though during like the Alex Smith time just like wasn't that good anyway. No. I just don't know because like it was always the same single like sequence every single time. It was like run and then like ter- like terrible like check down on second and nine <laughs> and then it would yeah. be third and nine. Like literally every single possession in the playoffs was like third and eight, third and nine, third and seven. every possession every single time. To be fair, I think I think it's another one of those situations where he wanted he wanted an arm talent, and just Alex Smith was not that arm talent. Yeah, they yeah. just had to compensate. But. And Alex Smith, we never threw deep balls with Alex Smith ever. Not like, that often, Every no. blue moon, you'd be like, oh, there's a 40-yard bomb. But 40-yard bomb from Alex Smith is, I mean, as many yards as you're going to get with mm-hmm. a pass, it seems like. But you also got that, you also got the point, that one year. I don't remember what year it was, but we went almost the whole year without throwing a touchdown to a wide receiver. Really? Yeah. Yeah. That would have been the second year we've ever done it. Because mm-hmm. we did it one year. With Matt Dwayne, Castle and yeah, Dwayne Bowe and yeah. all them. But, yeah, we – I don't I, I don't know. We were just a weird team because we were good, but we were never great. Yeah. But I'm, I'm excited for the draft coming up here within the next week, officially now. Yeah. Under, under seven days. It's six days now. Thursday. Yeah. Next Thursday. Uh, Dang, that's close. It, yeah, that snuck up. That's t- yeah. I I remember like making my first like mock draft like beginning of April, and now it's yeah. already like it, almost the end of April. <laughs> and your whole mock draft is probably flipped. Oh, it's head. Yeah. <laughs> me and DJ. And stuff yeah, down. me and DJ have been watching Bengal for the last like four months, watching his mock drafts, and it's just, it's got us so excited. And then we had to just wait forever. For the draft to actually come, but I'm so excited for, I'm so excited for Thursday. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. But I think that's, I think that's the only that's all the NFL, for news. the NFL news. That's most yeah. of the NFL. Yeah. So moving to the NBA, uh, Anthony Davis returned finally. I called it. I said he was gonna return Thursday. I mean, I didn't really call it. I mean, Frank Vogel said he was gonna return. But, <laughs> uh, he did not play good at all. Just getting the rest off. They kept him on a minutes restriction as they should. He only played like what did you say? sixteen minutes. He's had four points. Didn't shoot good. Yeah, it'll take him. Give him all this next upcoming week to just start gradually getting more and more minutes until he starts getting those like thirty-five minutes a game that he's used to getting. Like, yeah, he'll start playing better. Like, yeah. I'm not even gonna take this like time. Like, it's the first time he's been on the court and like. A Two while, months. bro. It's he so, missed like thirty games. Yeah, they're gonna like they're gonna take their time with him because I mean, one's the Achilles injury; those are very scary, and two, I mean, they have time. Like they're making the playoffs pretty much no matter what. So like, if he comes in and like plays bad for the rest of the regular season and then starts picking up in the playoffs, then they'll be fine. And the Lakers are still in the five spot, so it's not like they're in the seven. They just or the need eight. to make sure they don't fall outside. Yeah, six. they just need to maintain where they need they to could. not make the playing game. Yeah, per, yeah, they need to make sure that they are locked in, um, yeah. in that playoff spot, and they don't have to play in because that's you never want to do that. You'd want to be locked in. Speaking of the playing game, because we've never really discussed this 
what what are your guys thoughts about playing tournament mm. i don't know i i'd rather just like the top eight i know like, i don't know because i just feel like those the eight the eight seed in each conference is already so uncompetitive yeah it's like they're just gonna get swept by the one seed i just feel like the i mean the playing game helps like the seven eight but i feel like i don't know those nine and tens like it's cool because, like, I'm sure, like, if the Wizards make, like, the 10 seed or something, I could see them, like, beating Getting. whoever, like, the whatever, like, the 8 seed or whatever yeah. it is. But I don't know because it's just, like, kind of screwing the teams that, like, would make the playoffs, like, without the playing game. Yeah. And you're adding those two extra teams. I don't really like it, to and be plus honest. It goes all the way up to, like, it goes all the way to, like, once you go to 7, you're already in the playing game. Yeah. Like, that's what, I don't know. I don't, I'm indifferent about it. The only reason I, like, I personally, I like it for, like, this year. Like, I would never want this for, like, a regular NBA season. But the only reason I like it for this year is because, like, teams are getting fucked over on, like, COVID protocol. Like, Bulls, Zach Levine's out because he got contract hits for 10, 14 days. I mean, we're playing all right. But, like, you know I mean? Like, Jason Tatum was out for a large period of time. Luka was out for a large period of time. Like, it... It helps those teams that are getting fucked on those, like, I mean, they're not getting fucked. I mean, you obviously shouldn't play if you get contract traced or something, but, like, they're not able to have one of their better players, so they're going to most likely lose games. That's the only reason I personally like Have you like seen, it. like, how it's actually broken down? Like, what happened? The bracket. So it's, like, the 9 and the 10 play, and the winner of that game plays the loser of the 7 and 8, and then the winner of that game is the 8 seed. Yeah. Yeah. And then the winner of the seven and eight game that it's takes place first is the seven seed. Yeah. So you have to play potentially if you're the eight seed, you'd have to play your game. If you're a nine or a ten, so you'd have to play your game and then win it. Or win yeah, win that game. Or if you're a seven eight, you can lose it. That's kind of weird. I don't like how you can lose a game and then win it and still make the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of That's true. The <laughs> only reason like only reason Another reason why I kind of like it is, like, one, it's more NBA games. Yeah, that's think, true. I don't think, I mean, I'm not going to complain about more NBA games. It'll be competitive, too. And, and that's the thing. It's going to be competitive, and, like, we're going to see the best versions of people. Because, like, we're going to see competitive competitive basketball as fine as playoff time. Yeah. And, I don't know, it's just going to be fun. Fun to watch, I feel like. And the only thing that, I mean, I would change about it is I, I would probably – do the nine seed. I mean, it's so hard to determine because, like, seven through 11 is so close in the East. Yeah. Like, literally, two game. If a team goes on two game, one streak, and they're like the 11 seed, they can go up to the nine. Like, it's so close. Like, game wins and based off how many games back they are, I, I cannot mean, speak. I, you're right, though. Like, if the Raptors, if the Raptors go on a two game win streak and who are in the 12, and the Hornets go on a two-game lose streak. They lose two in a row. Then the Raptors are right there. Yeah, that's why I mean. That's why I like. That's why I kind of like it. It's because like teams and teams like get hot at different times. You know what I mean? Like the the Magic team last year or the year before was like the best defensive team in the league, and they got hot and won like twelve games in a row going in the playoffs and got swept. I but, think that was last year, like when going into the bubble, right? Yeah, going. I think going into yeah. the bubble, 
And it's like they were like one of the hottest teams in the NBA. And then I think I think they I think it went five though. I'm pretty sure they beat the Bucks. I, they may have beat the Bucks one game. I don't I think remember. It, I think it went five, but we lost so, the first game. Yeah, yeah, that's we right, that's right. But uh, I really just really want to see the the Wizards make like I do the too. Play-in game. I, I don't do care too. if they're nine. 10. They're sitting at the ten right now. I know they're one. I think they're a game ahead of the Bulls. Yeah, I don't want the Bulls to make play. But they've won six in a row. They're only a game ahead because they have one less loss. Yeah, they yeah. just beat the Warriors. And no offense, DJ, but they play the Thunder tonight, which they could beat the Thunder, the Wizards. Yeah, they we they just so they could. Them, we just played them the other night, like or I guess not. They played them like a couple of days ago, like back earlier in the week. The Wizards play games that they can win. They got the Thunder today, and they have the Cavs Sunday, and they have the Spurs Monday. Those are three games that they can win. Don't and count they, out the Cavs, bro. And they played the true. they played the Warriors Wednesday, and they won by four because I mean, they it would have probably went to OT, but Andrew Wiggins missed a wide open layup. Yeah, <laughs> dude, Sexland in Cleveland, so good. I love They're how the so ca- I love how the Cavs have actually embraced the nickname now. Yeah, but They're, because so they good. tweeted out and it was like the Sexland thing. Yeah. I'm so glad that they've actually like just let it be, let it happen, let it. Also, I know we were gonna say this. Uh, R.I.P. Terrence Clark. I, we were gonna say yeah. that at the beginning. We yeah, totally we, forgot. We Sorry. Oh, yeah. yeah. Ter- Terrence. I, if people don't know, I'm sure most people know by now. But like people don't know, Terrence Clark got in a car crash yesterday evening, and he unfortunately passed away. He was the most most likely made the NBA. And he was like good. He was solid Kentucky forward, right? Forward guard, guard, guard yeah, guard small forward. forward. But he was, you know, condolences to his family, and you know, condolences to all of his teammates stuff. Because I know, uh, is it Brandon Boston or is it BJ Boston? Same person. Okay, yeah, that's the same. Yeah, I say I, BJ's okay. just a nickname. Oh, right, okay, I guess. okay. Brandon Boston was right behind him. For uh, luckily, he was okay in the accident. He didn't. Walk away with any injuries, I don't think. And, but I know it's probably a hard thing to, for him and all of his teammates and his coaches. And I know the entire world is kind of in shock about it. It's just super random thing that happened last night. I didn't go ahead. Go ahead. I would say it's just like a freak accident. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, never like, I guess, take life for granted kind of thing. Uh, it was like the day after he signed with Clutch Sports. It was Sports the day after. Yeah. They, I saw, uh, gosh dang it, what's his name? What's LeBron's agent? What's Rich uh, Paul. Rich, Rich Paul. Paul. I saw him post about him, like not like when he passed, but like a couple of days ago yeah. Yeah. about signing him. And it just sucks because he was going to like make money and like yeah. get his family out of wherever they were yeah, and all that stuff. But yeah. Brad Stevens. Sad. Talked about him in his uh, press conference last night. I don't know if you guys seen that or not, but he's from Boston. So Brad Stevens talked about him, and I never actually got to like I didn't I didn't know really much about him, but still, ever hearing anybody anything that happens to anybody like that, that's just you don't yeah, like to hear it. He, I think I watched him a couple times when they played North Carolina and stuff, and uh, the I saw. Isaiah Jackson post about him. I just couldn't even imagine how his teammates feel. Yeah, I, I, I just, that 
as we speak, my stomach's like kind of turning. Yeah, like that I stuff even, that hurts. That, I can't even imagine how they're feeling because like they spent that like their whole year because I mean, he was a freshman, so they spent that whole year. Maybe I'm sure they knew him probably before that. Like they started yeah. playing, but like they knew him for that whole year, and then I don't know. It's just. It just it's just a sad thing, man. Um, what I was gonna tell you guys is I didn't I didn't know. I found out this morning, but he was on his way back. Him and BJ Boston were on their way back from a workout at Sierra Canyon. They had like they just got done with a workout and they were going back home. That's crazy. Um, it's just quite, that's, you know like what happened. Like I know it was a I, car crash, but like, I just know I think he, that's the only information that I just know he so died far, on okay. like collision, like yeah. on impact. Yeah. That's all I know. And that he was coming back from working out at Sierra Canyon with BJ Boston. Uh, yeah, but, sucks. But yeah. rest in peace, and um, you know, like Tanner said, condolences out to his family and teammates. Yeah. But, gosh, I don't even know what to say now. <laughs> uh, we can go by a weekend. Uh, Jaron Jackson Jr. He returned thir- Thursday, right? Wednesday, I think. Oh, Wednesday. I'm pretty sure it's Wednesday. You are right. He's going to be a You're big right. help in the Grizzlies trying to move up from that eight spot to try to sneak up to the seven or the six. He is. Right. He played good too. Like he played, he played pretty good. Si- he played eighteen minutes, had fifteen points. He shot. I mean, not okay, but I wouldn't expect him to anyway. Yeah, he, he have, hasn't played all year. Yeah, had four block, eight block, eight rebounds, four blocks. He did. He did play good. And almost fouled out in eighteen minutes though, <laughs> <laughs> but. Uh, He's yeah, being he's aggressive gonna, though. You like to see gonna, that. He's gonna be I gosh, I love watching him play too. Like it I remember watching like him like back in the summer league. You know, if you always look up like those NBA heat yeah. check moments, it's always yep. that Jaron Jackson, like where he doesn't even like shoot the ball. It's just it's like, like a, him like flicking like, it flicking <laughs> it towards the rim and he just bangs it in from like <laughs> deep. Well, I always remember that like, I, moment of him. I love JJJ. I really I really wanted the Bulls to draft him that year. Yeah, because, you know, we had the seventh pick for the 25th year in a row. And I was hoping we'd trade up for him, but we didn't. I, when was he drafted? What pick? He was the fourth. fourth pick. Because it went, it went Luca third, right, in that same draft class. Am I thinking right? Yes. It went yeah. DeAndre yes, Aiden yes, one. Yes, yes. Marvin Bagley two, Marvin Bagley two, Luca three, Jaron Jackson, Jaron Jackson, Jr. and then Trey Young. Trae Young, here, right? See, I don't think any team like really. I mean, like, yeah, I don't. One team messed up on their pick in that, like in that top five. Kings, yes. Which they didn't really. I wouldn't say they messed up. No, Marvin Bagley. Listen, it's just been unfortunate. I'm gonna like, say when he's healthy. He's good. Yeah, when he's well, you're talking about Marvin Bagley, right? Yeah. Okay. yeah, I agree. He's not better than any of those players when he's healthy, that, though. That's no. that's my problem. Is that one through five, you, like you guys said, DeAndre Aiden, Bagley, Luca, Jaron Jackson, Trey Young. Every player there is better than Marvin Bagley. But, That's my but only like, problem. He's got like when he was in college, like he had it potential was to be like just a great like a face up four, like attack the basket, yep. and he could shoot almost like, like a Julius Randle type. Was, he was just yeah. like a natural scorer. Yeah, and then he just keeps getting injured. Like I don't know yeah. what like. He just so. And yeah, I just think he needs healthy. a culture change. I don't think Sacramento's it for him. I thing, just don't. It's, it's not, not that he needs culture change. He needs a coach change. The the whole king. Yeah. yeah. That, I, just, I just want him to get out. Like, please that's just true. trade him or when his contract will be up, his Gurky contract will be up next year. 
Yeah. So just please don't leave. let don't let them walk though. Kings gonna get something out of them. They definitely could, and they probably will. But else. I do too. Kings like Oklahoma just, City, that's where you, I want you know him to go. Who else needs to get fired? Vladi Divac. Why is he still a GM? <laughs> yeah, he's so bad. I want dude. That's still my favorite War Room video. They're like, "Woohoo, we drafted Nick Stauskas." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's all freaking out around the table because they drafted Nick Stauskas. I, can, I he should have been fired on spot when he said he didn't draft Luka because his dad. Yeah, yeah. Because his dad, like. Him and his dad had like a parent beef, so he didn't draft Luca. That is the dumbest thing I've ever. They were heard. gonna, they were going to draft Luca at two. Luca was their pick, and then they were like, "No, nah. like, you know, they had beef with his dad or something." So he's like, "Yeah, I'm taking That's, Marvin Bagley because it was uh, Vlade Divac, but um, him and Luca's dad were teammates." In I think you're right in the Euro League, but that was a long, long time. time ago, like a long time ago. I love Vlad Divac as a player. I love him as a player because I anything other than a player, <laughs> anything other than a player, he just needs to not because it's it, well. That's like the standard rule in the NBA, though. It's like people get jobs if they're a former player. It's like yeah. I'm not saying Steve Nash isn't can't be a great coach, but, like, Steve Nash got hired because of who Steve Nash is. And, like, Steve Kerr obviously panned out. He's a good coach. And some players do pan out. I mean, Doc Rivers is a good coach. But, like, there's also, I don't know, it just, it's kind of a hard thing. Like, there's, I feel like there's there's so many better coaches in the NBA right now. Like, like Kenny Axon hasn't been hired. Kenny Axon's like a pretty good coach, and he and they still have faith in Luke Walton for some reason. Just while we're talking about Luke Walton, I know we we're going to talk about the Timberwolves Kings game later, but there was four seconds on the shot clock that uh, Kings were down by down by one, and Buddy Heald has he has the ball with like six seconds on the shot clock. He goes into you know between the legs, between the legs. He's sizing somebody up, and Luke Walton calls a timeout with four point one seconds on the shot clock. As Buddy Heald is like sizing someone up to shoot a sh- shot that's going to be at the shot clock violation, and Luke Walton calls timeout with four point one seconds. It's like, Luke Walton for you. Like nice. when it, terrible. Oh my gosh, that's a great NBA coach for you. Oh my gosh, I was so furious, and I I was happy he called it because I wanted Minnesota to win. I was like, yeah, that's stupid. Good timeout, but like, bro, he's just that's so bad. He's just so dumb. Like he was okay. First of all, the reason he's got a job is because that Warriors went on like that twenty six game win streak or whatever. He didn't even need to coach. And they didn't need like, one, bro. My, my dad could have coached that. Yeah, they team. didn't need one, and like they didn't need a coach. They had like the best offensive teams in the world, and they're so good at uh, team defense. Yeah, uh, just go ahead and go talk off about, about how the refs. You know, okay, we're already talking about the team. So, <laughs> um, what day was that? When that was, was that? Was was that was Wednesday? It? That was yes. Wednesday, the Timberwolves played the Kings, and. Um, the refs absolutely sold the game for us. Um, yes. Tyrese Halliburton, um, step, he traveled and then stepped out of bounds, didn't call either one of them. 
Threw it to Buddy Heald. Buddy Heald hits a three. That pretty much seals the game. Um, But, yeah, it just it's very ironic because the last episode we put out, we were bashing on the refs, and, yeah, they're back at it again. Mm-hmm. I just hate seeing games. I just hate seeing games, like, ended on a call that is either wrong or a call that should have been called and it wasn't called because he was clearly out of bounds and he clearly traveled. Dude, like I'm saying, like, refs, I don't know, they just need to do something. I'm not, refing is not easy by any means. And when I was going off on the refs last episode, I wasn't saying that refing's easy and I can do it. I know I cannot be an NBA, or, yeah, an NBA ref. I know I can't do it. But, like, I'm just saying, I, in in my opinion, that Devin Booker call with P.J. Tucker, I would rather for the last five minutes of that game watch them sit and stare at a monitor and figure out what the call is to see who's going to win the game than just see Devin Booker get a foul call that wasn't there yeah. and win the game. Ten, uh, NBA refs, they do make more money than you. So, <laughs> so if what? You, if you can't do what they can do, I don't think you should be hating. I... I'm not. I'm not. I'm just shit. I know. <laughs> I know they make more money than I do. Everyone in the world makes more money than I do. <laughs> <laughs> the only like, this is like kind of the only problem I have with like refs and the NBA and just refs in general is like, whenever my, my when any of our parents mess up on their job, a multiple like it happens almost every time. And they mess up. They keep messing up. What's going to happen? They're going to get fired. Where it seems like, like you would think the ref or the refs would get better. Like the calls would get better. It's not getting better. It's because Adam Silver. Like I feel like Adam Silver just. It's not that he doesn't care. It's that he just isn't trying to fix it. Because when when one of a, when someone a like a different job, just a job, um, a construction worker, if he messes up on his construction every, like, so often, he's going to get fired. You get fired. When you don't do your job, you get fired. And there's refs that are not doing their job. Like, I'm sorry I'm going on a rant. It's just that game, Tyrese Halliburton traveled and stepped out of bounds, and both of those were missed calls. That ended the game. That sealed the game. That lost us the game. And, And like I said, there needs to be a coach's challenge. There needs to be one, like, you shouldn't not be able to call it in the last two minutes of game. Because that's like, you need to, like, I understand why they don't, because I feel like if they do, then they're just going to be like, challenge, challenge, challenge. But, like, at the same time, they need It's just just, if you get it right, you get it back. Yeah. Yeah. And if you keep getting it right, then obviously you're doing something right. Yeah. (laughs) The refs keep getting it wrong. Which we couldn't, we weren't, we couldn't even throw the challenge flag because there are, they still call it the challenge flag, and don't yeah, they? I'm pretty or w- sure whatever the challenge button or whatever you want to. We didn't even have the opportunity to use it, like use our challenge because there was nothing called. Well, yeah, but you, you can. I think you can still use it. There's, you it can. has to be something. Yeah, called. they didn't no, call it. Has, it. To be, they, called. They, it has to be overturning the call. See, and that's that's what's like dumb. He's like, if it was blatantly obvious it, that, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, like it was. I would like. I would call up the head ref that that you know always gets on there when they ask him like, "Yeah, what do you think about this?" And he's like, "I agree with the refs every time." He never disagrees with his refs, 
and I would call that guy on speed dial and be like, hey, you not just see this motherfucker just run out of bounds <laughs> and travel. Oh, but uh, in the NFL, they, like, you know, if, if there's always plays where, like, someone will be running and they, like, supposedly get tackled. Yeah. yeah. And, like, you know, like, they'll go down and, like, they are down, but then, like, the refs don't see it and they just get up and keep running keep and get running. tackled, like, 10 yards later. So that they challenge it to say he was down back here. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't, like, called that they were down back there, but they can still have the ball move back because, like, that's how – I don't know the NBA or the NFL challenge is like good because yeah. like you can like yeah so something doesn't have to be called for you to challenge it yeah like and I see like that. I think that's what because like I'm I'm telling you if we if we could have challenged like hey he stepped out of bounds and, or hey he traveled two seconds later like we're getting that call and we're getting the ball back and the game is going to end in a different yeah. way you shouldn't get Jordan on your team Jordan always tell the refs it's just like yeah he traveled. Like all right, <laughs> travel oh, get the other way. <laughs> oh, the whole time. Uh, we were talking about who were we talking about before we started talking about the table. Darren Jackson. Darren yeah. Jackson. So I was they when they played the Clippers. I was someone like who went off for them was Luke Kennard. I was saying that he like shot really good, like played really good game. Marcus Morris did not though. He had twenty five <laughs> though, but he took nineteen shots to do it. What did he shoot? I mean, okay, I said really bad. Never mind. He he shot good from three, nine for 19 from the field. That's good. I don't know why I was hating. Mark, <laughs> I feel like Marcus Morris is a menace. I don't like Marcus <laughs> Morris. But. I, he he wasn't like that before he went to the Clippers, though. His brother was like that. Markeith was way worse. Markeith was, like, oh, one of the yeah, dirtiest he, players uh, in the league. I, I don't know, though. I think Marcus has been more of a menace the, his whole career. No, not the whole career. Markeith, bro, used to be terrible. But also, I think, in my mind, I have a collection of, like, videos in my mind where I've seen one of the Morris brothers do something stupid and I forget which one it is. You know well, what I mean? They're both they're but both they're both like, they're both menaces. But Markeith and Phoenix was awful. I do remember that. Markeith would literally just like walk up and just tackle your player for no reason. <laughs> Marcus had been two years ago and he was in New York, he'd just turn around and freaking bonk the ball. Throw the yeah, ball yeah. right <laughs> off your head. <laughs> Hey, you did that to me yesterday, so I don't like that. That's why. <laughs> That's why I do it. It's because of him. But Terrence Mann played a lot. It's good. I like Terrence Mann a lot. I do like Terrence Mann. They need to almost thir- over thirty minutes. That's because Kawhi and uh, PG. Kawhi, yeah, Kawhi and PG didn't play. Rondo didn't play, and Reggie Jackson didn't play. Literally, almost their whole starting lineup. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's the guy. There's more. There's more injuries this week. Um. Trey Young got hurt. Yeah, that's right. Um, uh, the Dingy, Den- Denny, 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 okay. Denny the rookie Dingy. for the Wizards. I don't. I got a. Don't know him that well. Sorry. Got a hairline fracture. He basically like it looked like the Gordon Hayward. Yeah, it literally looked like, like Gordon Hayward Jr. Like yeah. it was bad. Thank God that <laughs> it is not. It wasn't what, a broken ankle. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. that definitely could have been way worse, and that would have sucked. <laughs> that yeah. game that they played in though, uh, was against the Wizards. I guess the Wizards are playing against the Warriors. <laughs> I was thinking because I was thinking of Curry because Curry played like he shot terrible. Yeah, like he yeah. couldn't hit the side of a barn. <laughs> like it was bad. Like he was airballing, like hitting the side of the backboard. Like he just could not get anything to go in. Which is his thirty point streak ended on that night, which it was Wednesday. Yeah. To be fair, when you go on eleven or eleven well, game yeah. tear, oh yeah, you're gonna have one night that's horrible. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. He and after the game. Shot seven for twenty five and two for fourteen from three. Yeah, it was bad. But uh, after the game, he was like, 
Yeah, we'll we'll uh like we'll take like I don't know what you call it. We'll like take note take notes. I don't know why I'm blanking. <laughs> we'll take notes from like what we've done over these last eleven games, and I'll go on a better streak. So he's gonna he says he's gonna go on a better streak. Yeah. But that whole like Kelly Oubre played really good, but. Andrew Wiggins played absolutely terrible. Yeah, <laughs> he's not our problem no more. <laughs> it's Wiggy. I don't. I, he's like one of the most inconsistent players ever. Yeah, so. it seems like a fair trade. We gave an inconsistent Andrew Wiggins. We got injury D'Angelo Russell. <laughs> Literally every Andrew yeah. Wiggins is gone though. Yeah, I'm Russell Westbrook, Russell Westbrook had a, another triple double. Not a surprise, but he had yeah. 20 rebounds in this one. But he also <laughs> he didn't shoot good at all. He was making some cool. He was making really cool passes when I was watching. I watched the. I almost watched the whole game, besides like the first like six minutes of the game. Yeah, <laughs> I have a question for you guys between Bradley Beal and Russell Westbrook in the game against the Warriors. How many rebounds did they have combined? I don't know combined, but I'm gonna say like take a guess. I'm gonna say like 24. Okay. I was gonna say. I was gonna say like. Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal combined. How many like rebounds 20, did they have? 26, 27. No, I would say like no, 35. I see, it, I see it now. They, they hit 30 <laughs> between 30. the two. I feel no, like that's close. Did he have I mean, 10? Yeah, yeah, which that's Russ a, had 20. And, well, yeah, that's but, what that's what I was going to I was going to say 30, but I was like, ah, did Bradley Beal really grab 10 boards, though? But, <laughs> like, just think, don't even think about Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal. Just think of, like, your point guard and shooting guard had 30 rebounds combined. Yeah. yeah. That you do not see that, like, ever. No. I just thought that was kind of cool. You said Trey Young got hurt also. Yeah. He got hurt against they're playing the Knicks. But I don't know what he did. I don't know. He just like landed he just like landed and ankle went sideways. So he's not just an out for super long. Yeah. I know it's just an ankle sprain. Same with Chris Dobbs. Yeah, Chris Dobbs got it. It was diagnosed as a grade two sprain. Uh, so he'll be out for probably like two weeks then, right? Um grade two's not that bad. I mean, grade three is the worst. Yeah, I grade, grade yeah. four is the worst. No, grade, it just is goes to grade. Four? I, think I think it just goes to grade three, right? Oh, I didn't know there's a grade four. I yeah, thought I there was a grade, grade four. I don't know. I could be tripping. I, I can't find how long, but I'm gonna guess two to three weeks. That sucks. Which I mean, bro, these right injuries? The playoffs yeah, these <laughs> injuries are just kind of. It's just it's just rough. a bad year, bro. They need to just like. On, like I, I wouldn't be mad honestly if they just like cut the season short and be like, okay, let's get to the playoffs. I, I really wish we would have not had an All Star break this, or an All Star game. That's like what, all that stuff. We should have just did eight days of just you guys just relax and get rejuvenated for no joke. the second half yeah. of the season where they, stuff really matters. You got to buckle just, down and they should have just done the same thing that they did with the, the Rising Stars game. Just voted who's in it. And then, and then not, play. not played it. Yeah, woo! You made the All Star game. You're an All Star. I would have been cool with that too. I, I mean, like, because like, okay, let's be real. Dunk contest has been bad for the last like three years. Like, like there's cool dunks, but like we've seen all those dunks, and the dunk contest this year was terrible because he won on a social distance kiss. And, and I think it would be, I think it'd be good for the NBA too because think if they didn't have, if they didn't have any dunk contest, three point contest, anything this year. And then they brought it back like next year, just because this year's a shortened season. But when they brought it back next year, everybody's going to be even more excited well, because we haven't just like the yeah. March Madness tournament this year. Everybody was so hyped up about it because we didn't get it last year. But like they, they would never not do it. I agree. the NBA, they, they need money. They need the money. Yeah, they don't need the money. They well, want the money. Well, they lost like, like, like one billion dollars last year between like so some crazy amount off of like 
as since Rudy Gobert did the you know <coughs> coughing yeah. all over the mics to the <laughs> playoffs every one. to the bubble, they lost so much money. Yeah, Cause there's they, like because they had to they had to pay their they had to pay players still right or they cut their pay right? No, they they, they no I, it was they cut they cut their pay. They only got paid a certain amount of their contract. They yeah. get they cut their pay and they they cut like most people's they cut. They almost cut every almost every worker. Yeah, they cut a lot of people who worked for. I talked about and this with like one that. of you two. It was very detailed in how they. Yeah. It was like you take this percentage of this contract, and that's I don't know. We I talked about it with yeah. somebody. Okay, but, so you paid their workers in full. So yes, sir. Well, like they some 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 did and some didn't because I I guarantee you like the Lakers didn't. No, because no the Lakers oh. the Lakers did and the Clippers didn't, and people yeah. were saying like. Like the Lakers, I don't know. And, it, and I'm just saying, like, there was also the situations where it was like Kevin Love. He also paid for a lot of workers. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. I think a, I think a so couple Jimmy, of Milwaukee players did Jimmy it too. Did too. Yeah, Jimmy paid for. I know Giannis did too. Yeah, um, like I don't think anyone on the Bulls did. But um, another great game that happened on that Wednesday was uh, the Suns 76ers game. Oh. Uh, and that shot, Joel Embiid's like full court heave. Like, heave just was literally halfway in bank, halfway in rolls out. I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure Luke is real happy about that one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure he is. Um, you know, Luke still thinks Joel's MVP. So he had thir- he had thirty eight, seventeen, and four. Joel, I mean, Joel's when good play, when he plays, and like he like it's always been a thing of like whether he like takes nights off or when he doesn't but like yeah he, right now when he's healthy he's not taking nights off and he's just continuing to dominate like, he's dominate like, he, that's all he does bro he dominates everyone in the post because there's no one in the league that can guard him in the Joel, post so i only played 33 minutes too yeah he only played 33 mm-hmm. like there's no one like the only person that could guard joel in the post was al horford two years ago and they signed al horford for that big deal because like Okay, now no one can guard if we have him on our team. He's on our team, and I mean, there's like no one that can guard him. I, in just, the post. I just wish he didn't get hurt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. he'll probably he'll finish the year with like 50, probably like fifty five games, Something played, like that. maybe like fifty four, and out of seventy two, I just don't know if that's enough to get MVP. To get I, MVP. He, I think he'll definitely be in the conversation because if he was healthy through the whole year, that's who my MVP yeah. is. Oh, that's yeah. who my pick was at the beginning of the if year. If he didn't get hurt, like, but that's who my pick would be. Yoki just played so many games, and he's just dominating the NBA right now. I wish this was just like 2K where you could just turn off injuries. You know how nice that would be? <laughs> oh, my God. I think everybody in oh my like gosh. any scenario would love to just turn off injuries. That would be amazing. <laughs> yeah. I, I just, I just want to see... I just really wanted this year to be everybody healthy. Yeah. Everybody, yeah, uh, and as soon as I said that, it just felt like and, the dominoes and, like were just injury, <laughs> injury, injury, Jokic, injury. Uh, Yoga just played fifty-eight games this year, so yeah, he'll finish. Oh, yeah. uh, he'll finish He's, like right around seventy-two. Yeah, right around there. He'll finish with maybe seventy if he wants to take like maybe a couple games off towards the end, yeah, or if he gets like a minor injury. Hopefully not. Why would Hopefully you not. That? I'm not. Why I'm just say saying that? it's knock with on the, the way, table. With the knock way, on the table. The way this season has gone, anything's a fucking possibility because uh, people are getting that, injured left and right. Also, uh, we were talking about the Knicks. Yes, they were talking about the Hawks, and mm-hmm. uh, we we're. I wanted to bring up Julius Randle. 
because he's been playing out of his mind during their eight-game win streak right now. And you guys think he's, like, worthy of an MVP? Like, he has an MVP case right now? 115% yes. Why 115? Because Julius Randle... Julius Randle oh, I just mean, like, why one, I, not because, 100? Just, <laughs> just because. <laughs> Julius Randle is averaging 23-10-6, I believe. And he is just... Like, the reason the Knicks... Okay, I'm not going to say the reason the no, Knicks are so it. good. Say it. But, like, he's part, he's part of the reason the Knicks are so say good. It. It's not just him, it, though. But, but it is, San. Because RJ is playing good this year, too. But take Emmanuel Julius Randle off that well, team. Take where Julius Randle, they're not going to make the playoffs. That's that's my point, why Julius Randle... And to be fair, he's gotten that, that Knicks team, which last year was media, not even mediocre. They were terrible. No, they, they were, were terrible. terrible. He's got them all the way up to the fourth seed. Yeah, that's what they're I'm saying. They're fourth in the... That's I mean, it's the East, but still... They're they're fucking thirty six and twenty two. Like this is what like, and this is what I mean. Like Julius Randle doesn't is probably not even top ten in points per game. If I had to guess, I think I he's like twentieth. Yeah, he's not even top ten. But he he's, is such twentieth. Yeah, he's twentieth. He's, he's, yeah, he's just playing so good. Like they're he's winning games for them that he should be in consideration for MVP. Like, and it's not just him. Like I think it's Fibs, just Fibs should be. Honestly, my, my, vote, for, my vote for coach of the year is is, is Thibs. That's, mine that's is who mine is too. But, I, you already, too. but you already know who's going to win it. It's going to be it's going to yeah. be Quinn. Yeah. Here's the only thing though. He's only averaging twenty four and ten. I mean, that's good. Actually, hold on. No, no, no. I take it back. Thibs is not my coach of the year. Monty Williams is my coach of the year. That's factual. That's factual. Well, Thibs is mine, but I'm biased. I'm going to say I I agree. I I'm I wouldn't be mad at Thibs, but for like. Technically, he's not a coach, but my coach of the year for the Suns will be Chris Paul. <laughs> you know what? Because uh, like Chris Paul, you know what I'm saying? It, yeah. Like, because that's who I think. Monty Williams the, is a pretty good coach, though, because he was hyping that they're team only, up. They're only bubble. like the Suns are only two games back from the Jazz. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. They're, they're, they're another. And the Clippers are like right there too. They just have two more losses than the Suns. You, you know. know Real quick, hold on. I was not dissing on Monty Williams, by the way. Oh, Monty's a really, really good coach. I was just saying Chris Paul that, effect. Yeah, Chris Paul effect. Yeah. But I know LA and or the Clippers and Lakers are like supposed to be the two teams that are looking to come out of I just hate how like underrated the Phoenix Suns are right now. Yeah, that's why I said like, everybody's just every single player on their team is we'll, underrated. We'll get, we're gonna do that. We're gonna do Pretenders or contenders. Well, I know it's soon. just it's just like there's so many people that are counting them out, saying uh, they're not going to make. Well, it. see that's the thing. <laughs> Everyone's going to count them out every year because they don't have LeBron James on their team. Uh, yeah, that, that's the thing. Like it's never it's never going to be like LeBron is almost the favorite to win every year. Well, the thing is, is like or, they're they're saying they're not even going to get past the Clippers, and I'm like they most definitely could. They could. I don't think I I think they could. Do do I okay, first of all, it's not that I don't want them to. I just really want to see Clippers Lakers conference finals. Like personally, cuz I just want to see cuz that's what we wanted to see last year and I want to see it this year. I just want to see it happen. I want to see LeBron versus Kawhi in the conference finals. That's what I want to see. That's, I mean, that's just me personally. I mean, I sound that I love the Suns. I love Devin Booker. And I love everyone almost on that team. I just Personally, I just yes. want a healthy and doesn't have to be playoffs. Playoffs. That's be, all I want. That's it, could what be, I want. it could be second round. I don't care. I just want to see that playoff series. I just yeah. like you said. I just pray. I just don't want to see a Toronto Raptors Golden State like finals where, yeah, yeah, where everybody's where, injured. Yeah, it's like it, it. Like 
Because I think if, if we're talking about the all healthy, I think we're all putting our money on the Warriors, right? Like, oh, yeah, I, don't, I, oh, I just don't I, want to see. I said before, like, the only the only team that could beat that team, like, fully healthy. Like, I didn't say they would beat them, but the only team that could beat them fully healthy was the Toronto Raptors that year. Because, like, that, that was my opinion. Like, yeah. And that's why I wanted the Raptors to go. And then, you know, Everybody Clay got, got injured. Kevin Durant got hurt. I just want I just want healthy basketball, man. I just want everybody yeah. to be healthy. And but so does Julius Randle have more an MVP case than Steph Curry? In in my opinion, yes. And that's it's, just my opinion. But it's not it's not but like he's putting the Knicks on its back and he's not he's not and they're winning. They're the fourth seed. I know. And that I team mean, was I mean, yeah, okay, yes, Golden State was dog shit last year too, but the Knicks have been dog shit for the last five years. And uh, I don't know, it's hard. And that's just my opinion. Like I think I think he does. Cause, like He deserves we, to be we, in conti- like be talked about in the conversation. And that's and I don't think I don't, he will I, because he, like I know Julius is like playing like really good. And there's some games like where he does have to carry, but I don't know if he's like putting them on his back. He's, he's not. not, he's like not I wouldn't RJ, say he's putting. RJ Barrett's playing really. I'd say good RJ's year, playing good too. I wouldn't Derek say he's Rose, putting him on like, his back, but there's games where you can oh yeah, tell James, that yes, like, like and he's all their, carrying. All their players like try, like they put in the effort. Yeah, and, like, and I tell you, who they're that's like, because of. Because <laughs> yeah, it's Tom Thibodeau. Derrick Rose. <laughs> Do you know really good? Manual quickly. Like they have some solid like role players that yeah play hard. Yeah, Julius has to be like their star. Yeah, you know who they kind of remind me of. The Brooklyn Nets a couple years back with D'Angelo Russell, just yeah, the bunch of players that are like that are never that haven't been like great, but they aren't bad, but they're just playing really hard and like wanting to win and just propelling them forward. And they're showing yeah. that they have good team chemistry. Yeah, it looks like the Knicks. They, they do have good. Team yeah, chemistry. it looks like yeah. they have good team chemistry. Which, um, some guy on Instagram um, said that. This next team this year would be the '96 Bulls. Oh, <laughs> yes, sir. And okay. and That's... and oh, it's it's NBA Illuminati. It's like <laughs> the worst guy on Instagram. But uh, he he was saying that, and then um, some some guy in the comments like, "He's not wrong. Who's gonna guard Kevin Knox?" <laughs> <laughs> but, oh lord. So Thursday, I know we were talking about Joel and and stuff, but uh, they played the Bucks. And the Bucks just straight up like destroyed them. Like it wasn't even close. We after destroyed the first them. Quarter. Yeah, we destroyed them until yeah. Like it wasn't even close. And then, like, take a guess how many how how many lead changes or times tied do you think there were in the game? One, zero, zero. I'm gonna say one. It was zero. It was zero. Was zero lead changes and zero times tied. Doesn't even change. unless you count one times tied for being at zero. 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 <laughs> that don't count. <laughs> but literally, they just. Dominated throughout the whole. Giannis played really good. Just dominated, and until they put each team put their like reserves in, yeah. And, and but Milwaukee's reserves are terrible. Like, like they had put in, you know, like Sam Merrill and all the <laughs> players. I'm not saying Sam Merrill's bad. He's a good shooter, but that's like all he can. That's do. all he can do right now. And they kind of just gave up. Like their reserves came in and just like really weren't trying. I was gonna say because we only scored 16 points in the fourth quarter. Yeah, because like it was like <laughs> your main like your main five out there for a while was like Pat, Bobby Portis, like Bryn Forbes and Thought and Thanasis. Thanasis, <laughs> yeah. But like 
the the funniest thing was is I put this game on last night to watch on the background, and when I opened it up, it was 122 to like 103. And we had, like, a big lead, and there was, like, six minutes left in the game, five minutes left, something like that. And the game ended 124 to 117. Yeah, it's just because the reserves <laughs> choked. Like, they just didn't do their job. They played defense, kind of. I mean, they just couldn't score. <laughs> they could not score. <laughs> um, I just wanted to let you guys know that they just um came out and said that Warriors guard Damian Lee test positive for COVID. Oh, great. And, no, but... He says that he did get the vaccine and he still tested positive. So maybe oh. it just says Warriors guard Damian Lee test positive for COVID. Says he did get the vaccine. Well, doesn't in the vaccine like doesn't it it's give you COVID? Not like kind of isn't like flu shot kind of like give you it. It's kind of like, like it? that, but it's not the same. I don't think you can get COVID from like getting the shot. It doesn't instantly give you. No, not instantly, but okay. We're gonna go in a little. I'm not. I'm not gonna be. I'm not gonna be a hundred percent because I'm obviously not a doctor, a scientist, or anything. But from what I've heard, is it's supposed to be kind of like the flu shot. So, like when you get the flu shot, it's basically giving you a dormant version of that. That's how any vaccine is. They give you. They give you the virus, so your body builds antibodies to. They fight give the you virus. like a dormant one. Yeah, yeah. So one you, that's not active. But from what I've what I've heard is that these vaccines are not the same they're not like that they're not giving you straight COVID-19 dormant well, they get they get, that's why you get two doses because it's like one and then this they give you one to like so your body like sees it and they're like okay what is this and so, then yeah. they kind of fight it and then they give you a bunch more in the second one so yeah your body learns like how to react to it and that's yeah that's why people who get the shot like they'll get sick for a little bit yeah yeah like your body learns how to fight against it so you just when they see that and you get COVID that's why it's so sick. frustrating so, when people take those shots so what if Go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt you. It's okay. Um, that's why it's so frustrating when people are like, oh, don't get it. It's going to make you sick. Yeah, that's the point. So your body will learn how yeah. to fight it. <laughs> I mean, like, you get the flu shot, like, you don't really get sick from it. but like You just get groggy. I mean, you've had the flu for, you know, how many times in your lifetime? Like, yeah. Yeah. I've never, I don't even think I've ever gotten a flu shot in my life. I, like, I've gotten I've it a couple times. times. Like, I've still gotten the flu before. But I it's always not got like, the. No, in school, the flu yeah. shot in school, yeah. that's what I got. Um. So if if someone um like doesn't have a very good immune system, and they can get sick very easy, getting the shot is that gonna affect? So say like say like I, I have a bad immune system and I get sick very easy, but DJ's the complete opposite. Is that shot gonna affect us different? Like yes, like yes. to an extreme level. Yeah, Not mean, to it's like, like get, what make a big get, difference? I mean, you'll get more sick than I would. Here's the, so do you think Damian Lee like just doesn't have a Okay, that's that's not what I how I meant to say. It. He doesn't have a good immune system, <laughs> but like, do you think His immune system is weak? Like, like, it could be a possibility. Like, I just don't because it says that he got the shot like within the last week. So I just hmm. think it's weird how he got the shot within the last week and got sick that well, same this is, week. This I is, just think I that's know. weird. This is also a misconception: is that the vaccination doesn't keep you a hundred percent immune. Just tries its best. It just helps you. It helps you be able to fight it, so it doesn't hurt. Like when you get sick, it doesn't make you as sick. Okay. But that's that's yeah, that's the last thing I think for today. So the Bulls won too, and I don't know if you the Bulls won last night. Oh, we watched that game against the Hornets. And the only, I mean, really, the only thing I gotta say about the Bulls is, I mean, we, I don't know, 
Kobe White is coming around. Because last night, like, you know, me and you kind of talked about this last podcast. He plays so fast. But, like, last night, he he actually slowed down. And, like, Billy Donovan said that in his uh, post-conference interview. He's like, I, he looks like he slowed the game down for him. And I think if he slows the game down for him, he's going to be way better than what he is. Because I feel like he, he played so fast that he can't, like, see what's going yeah, like, like that's what that's what all like rookies basically say is they play and then when they start playing they're like, like they get into it and like yeah the game really slows down mm-hmm. like that's yeah. how but Kobe White just seems like the game hasn't slowed down to him yet which it kind of did last year because he went on that stretch last year where he scored like thirty tw- point he had like, yeah, like three three straight thirty point games yeah because like there was because there was a time like people were saying like he should be rookie of the year which is not true um, also. Um, Michael Foster Jr. This really isn't like NBA G League, but he just signed with uh, Ignite rather than going to college. Um, but he was the number seven prospect in the ESPN 100. But I just want to—I think it's cool that um, like Jalen Green, um, all those guys that went to the night kind of started a trend. But it's cool to see Michael Foster go there too. I think the this will be probably the last thing. But did you guys see what ESPN's going to debut uh-uh. May third? What? It's supposed to be a Marvel-inspired NBA telecast, so it's going to be like Nickelodeon with the NFL, but it's going to be, be Marvel with the NBA. It's okay, to, we're that's watching. Gonna, I think we're, that's we're watching be cool. that. <laughs> let, me, let me read all of they've got. It's a huge thing. So ESPN and Marvel announced a groundbreaking collaboration today that, to launch the ever, first ever Marvel-inspired alternate presentation of the Golden State Warriors versus New Orleans Pelicans game on Monday, May third. It'll be on ESPN, and it says. After narrow victory over invading alien army, the Avengers realize the ominous threat from an enemy who vows to return in greater numbers and force. The Black Panther Iron- and Iron Man quickly realize they need more help and form a plan to expand their ranks to fight this Im- impending threat. And so they recruit the Warriors and the Pelicans players to help them. So they recruit, uh, it says, the Avengers will begin their recruitment with NBA elite it- with the NBA elite and observe the battle between the Warriors and Pelicans, focusing on three star players from each team, Curry, Draymond, and Wiggins, and the Pelicans is Lonzo, Brandon Ingram, and Zion. It says, fans will be able to follow along as these athletes are put to the test, gaining Marvel hero points from their achievements and performance during the game. The player with the most Marvel hero points on the winning team will be crowned the Mar- will be crowned Marvel's first champion of the NBA special presentation. So basically the MVP. Yes, and says scoring system is one Marvel hero point is awarded for each point, rebound, assist, and a block. And then there's a point reduction for every missed field goal, free throw, or turnover. And that's something new. I I mean, yeah. Makes it more interesting to watch. Like, the the Nickelodeon game was like, I mean, it it was trying to bring kids in. It was like, it was all right. I mean, I watched it. It, it was, was kind funny. Of, it was funny more than anything. It's just it every time they scored touchdown, just slime takes over the <laughs> end zone. The only problem is I have with this is they choose Iron Man and Black Panther. Iron Man's dead. <laughs> yeah. and, and, like, RIP Chad, Chadwick, but, like, Black Panther doesn't really have, like, a storyline right now. Or, like, a character. Like, a... I mean, technically, he's still alive. Animated. Yeah. yeah. Te- technically, in the cinematic universe, he's still alive. Well, he's still it's alive. Just, it's just that he doesn't really have a storyline. He doesn't. Yeah. yeah, they're not going to continue it because they don't want to recast the role. They it just says liked that. him so much. Yeah, so it says ESPN commentators Ryan Rucco and Richard Jefferson, which are two good commentators. <laughs> yeah. So they'll be funny. It'll be funny. And uh, 
So I, I, I think that's exciting. It's going to be like, I like that. I think I that's just, exciting. I think it's just going to be like a lot of like, yeah, it says latest development in Marvel's ESPN long history uh, with sports collaboration content. The telecast will integrate elements from original Marvel story and iconic characters, including Iron Man, Black Panther, Captain Marvel, Captain America, Black Widow, Doctor Strange throughout the live game, including 3D virtual characters, custom pack or custom graphics and animation packages. All it's going to be cool as hell. The only thing I'm saying is they better make Zion like into Thanos. Cause, like, that would remember, be hilarious. Because you remember when he said, like, came in, he's like, who's your favorite superhero? And he's like, Thanos. Yeah. I love it'll Thanos. Be, it'll be, today's the 23rd Friday. It'll be not next Monday, but next Monday after that. Oh, okay. That That'll is be, a must watch for everybody. Oh, we're watching. That'll yeah, be interesting. Don't worry. That's going to be cool. Oh, yeah. But, um, um, hopefully, uh, Curry becomes uh, the first ever Marvel uh, champion. <laughs> I hope that'd be watch cool. It, watch it be like Draymond or something. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly Oubre. Kelly Oubre. Kelly Oubre. Well, they can only take it from the top three. So oh, no, it's Wiggins. Be, yeah, so, so Wiggins. It's Steph, Draymond, Wiggins, or Zion, Brandon Ingram, Alonzo. Only them three can. That's kind of. It says, what says, we'll begin the recruitment process with the NBA elite and observe the battle between the Warriors and Pelicans hosting on three star players from each team. So they just picked three uh, players on each team. I guess that's all right. Three best players on each team. Before we hop off, um, do you guys want to make your uh, MVP, not your MVP, but your your Marvel MVP pick for out of those six players? Tan, what's your Marvel? Tan, what do you think? I'm like, I'm going Zion. I think Zion Zion will have a lot of points. He'll have a lot of rebounds. He'll play good defense. Okay, I'm going, Dray- I'm going Draymond. Draymond. <laughs> I'm going Draymond. I'm I'm gonna have to go with Curry. I think he's gonna go back on another tear. I think um, I was gonna say Lonzo, Dark Horse Lonzo. <laughs> Dark Horse Lonzo. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Dark Horse Lonzo and hope that he shoots freaking 17 threes again like he did the other night or 14, 15, and hope yeah. that he makes eight and then gets a triple double with it. That'd be nice. Possible. Actually, that that might not. Be, thinking about it, you get points for rebounds, assist. Did you say steals too? Steals. Yeah, you get a point for rebound, assist. Right, point, rebound, assist, steal, and block. No offense and, to Wiggins, but I think Wiggins is like you. You can't go wrong with anybody but Wiggins here. <laughs> like I was gonna say, Draymond might not be a bad pick like, for that because even though he doesn't score, he like, does everything. He always rebounds. That, he always gets assists. That's why I said Zion. That's why I said Zion because Zion yeah. will. Get rebounds, he'll get steals, he'll get blocks, and he'll get points. Because you can't minus, go wrong with any of those. You get minus points for every missed field goal, free throw, or turnover. Oh, okay. Then maybe not. Yeah, don't pick, <laughs> and don't pick Andrew Wiggins. He's not the most efficient player. Oh. Yeah. Well, that's all we got for today. Um, thank you, everybody, whoever tunes in and listens. We will potentially be dropping a couple bonus episodes this weekend. Uh, just... Keep tuned in. Check our Twitter out. Check our Instagram out. We'll always have updates on there. But until next time, fan base out. Deuces. See you.